Howdy and welcome to the 10-Week Bible Study. This is week six, day two of our study of Esther. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and today we're talking about Esther 6, 5 through 9. Well, welcome back to the 10-Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us? God, speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you. We want to know you more. We're going to encounter you through your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Esther 6, starting in verse 5. His attendants answered, Haman is standing in the court. Bring him in, the king ordered. When Haman entered, the king asked him, what should be done for the man the king delights to honor? All right, this is, this is just fun. We talked yesterday about how the king has stayed up all night or most of the night, or part of the night, thinking about Mordecai. What can I do to honor this man, Mordecai? Haman has been up probably most of the night. I think that the, the gallows of the pike, whatever it was, was built for him, was built overnight, which is a difficult thing when you don't have electric lights and things like that. I think they've been working all afternoon, evening, through the night to get this thing built. And Haman is excited to come in and tell the king, hey, I'm going to put this guy Mordecai to death. They're both thinking about him, and this 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 timing is just impeccable. And then the king, the king is gonna say, Hey, Haman, he's not gonna say, I need to honor Mordecai. Right, he doesn't want to tell him who it is because maybe you know the king is like, "I Mordecai's the guy at the gate. I know who he is." Haman passes him every day. I don't want him to think about what what we should do for Mordecai. I want to ask him this question in general. I was like, "What should we do for the person that I should honor?" He's thinking, you know what? There's probably other people who've done things for me that I need to honor. Not quite as as great as Mordecai. Like what Mordecai did, he's he's the top dog, but I need some advice on, on what to do. I've got to rectify this. There's people that have done things good for me and I need a general idea of what to do for them. I, I think that's what the king is probably thinking. And so he asks this, this hypothetical question to Haman. He says, what should be done for the man that the king delights to honor? What an awesome awesome setup for what's about to happen. I mean, you just, you, you, this is Hollywood. This is just so amazing. Let's continue on. Now, Haman thought to himself, who is there that the king would rather honor than me? Verse seven. So he answered the king, for the man the king delights to honor, have them bring a royal robe, the king is worn, and a horse, the king is ridden, one with a royal crest, Placed on its head. Then let the robe and the horse be entrusted to the one the king's most or to one of the king's most noble princes. Let them robe the man the king delights to honor and lead him on the horse through the city streets, proclaiming before him, This is what is done for the man who the king delights to honor. Now, what's awesome about this is Haman. He answers this question thinking, I'm the guy that was at the banquet with Esther last night. He doesn't know that the king couldn't sleep and the king just had this all this read to him. He didn't know that. And so Haman is thinking, it's, it's me. He's asking this hypothetical question about me because I'm the only guy that Esther invited. I mean, he's already told this. He's already proud of this. 
He's the only guy that Esther invited to this banquet with the king. Who else in the kingdom is there besides him that the king could possibly be talking about? Haman's thinking that the king is asking this hypothetical on his behalf, right? He's thinking, he's given me his signet ring. He's left the whole kingdom in my care. He's got to be talking about me. And so he's thinking, what would I want done for myself? Which is actually a great thing. Like, this is really awesome. If the king had said, what should be done for the man that delights to honor? I want to honor Mordecai. Haman would have been like, oh, uh, you should probably take him out and beat him, <laughs> right? I mean, or maybe if he had told him Mordecai, oh, you should, you know, you should, um, you should honor him uh, outside the city walls in secret where no one can see it because that's, if it's in secret, that's the most honoring place that a king can honor you, right? He's probably going to think of some way to answer this where Mordecai doesn't get promoted. But since he thinks he's talking about himself, he comes up with the perfect plan. You know, what better way? Jesus says, you know, treat others as you would like to be treated. And this is the the king is getting exactly that out of Haman. Haman's going to tell the king exactly how he would like to be treated if it were him being honored. And this is not insignificant. He's saying, take a royal robe that the king has worn, right? Haman's already got the signet ring. And so he's thinking, put one of your robes on me. And one of the horses that you've ridden, one of your royal horses that, that you have been honored on in one of your parades, put me on that with your royal robe and put the, the king's crest, um, you know, on the, the bridge of the horse's head, you know, between their eyes, you would have, you know, in, in one of these ceremonial displays, you might have a, a breastplate over the horse and this thing on the, the horse's head. And so he's thinking, put all of the, the pomp and circumstance stuff on the horse like you do when you're doing the parades. Do all of that. Put one of your robes on him. Do Put him on one of your horses and then have one of the highest princes. Right? I, this the, the, the words here, it could mean one of the highest officials or could it actually mean one of his sons. Take one of the king's actual literal sons one of the, the most dignified princes that everyone knows about could be either, depending on how you read this, and have him parade the man through the streets and say, this is what the, is done for the man the king delights to honor, right? I don't think this is a, a pre-planned parade. They're not going to set all this stuff up. He's just actually going to go and interrupt the daily life, the, the markets and everything he's going to go throughout the city shouting this out for a few hours saying this is what is done. Right? He's got to be a herald just shouting this out over and over and over again. Now the reason that that I think that more uh, Haman might have actually meant one of the king's sons or he might have actually meant you know one of the officials, whatever, I it could go either way, but however it is, it's interpreted by the king like, you, Haman, I want you to do this. Right, and and so that's why it, it could be that the the words he's using there are official, high official, someone like that. And so this is the advice he gives that the king have this man that you delight to honor in this way. Now, Haman has got to be at, at least thinking, 
I've already got the signet ring. I've got all this other stuff. I might as well, you know, be the top dog around here. I might as well have everything that the king has. It's give me the horse. Give me the robe. It's probably thinking, put the crown on my head, but I'm not going to ask for that. That might be, that might sound a little too obvious. So he says these things and have this heralded around. I kind of wonder, I really do. I, I wonder about Haman if he isn't thinking, do this, and then maybe in a few months, something else, maybe then put the crown on my head. And, and eventually maybe I just go ahead and usurp the throne and take over. Everyone's going to think I'm in charge anyway. I, I almost wonder if Haman isn't saying this in some way, setting himself up for a, a, a future coup. Can't prove that. The Bible doesn't even allude to that. I'm just, I'm kind of inside someone like Haman who's got this much drive and ambition. Why not, right? Why not usurp this this throne here? He's a foreigner. Why not take over the largest empire in the world, because he's not going any further than that, right? And so, so why not? Why not? I don't know. That's my speculation. That's not in scripture. That's not really, I don't even know if you can read that into this text. It, just based on what he's saying here, I just kind of wonder. But all of this isn't for him. It's all for Mordecai. And tomorrow we're going to get into just how the tables are going to turn and how quickly they're going to turn for Haman. For the 10-Week Bible Study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.